2: B- one, two,
0: three. Boner. Boner. I don't know shit
3: about him. fuck. You fucker. I like
4: sucking, but I ain't gay,
2: naked.
5: Fuck those holograms.
0: I am. Kick it. Welcome to Costco. I love you. He really knows how to suck. I'm here.
5: So, we're here. We have landed. Welcome to Legit Bat. Have you
4: seen my wiener?
5: Uh, I'm Joe. Jen's here. Hi. Ben's here, and Lene's here. We're all here. Yay. Wait for the last clap to die down. Okay, there we go. So we have. Do we have any ado? Do we have any announcements? Anything? I don't
2: think
5: so. Uh, well, me and Ben before the show were just talking about how we're going to do his. A uh, show about his, the academy that he went to and what kind of fuckery he got up to there and how it totally traumatized him for the rest of his <laughs> life. It's a great story, uh, and that'll be tentatively on the ninth, so, and that'll be Rockfin Live too. So,
2: did we plug the audio drama yet?
5: No, thank you. For we did an me.
2: audio drama, guys.
5: So I believe <laughs> kind of cool, kind of weird. Yeah, we mentioned a couple shows ago, but these uh, guys new in the game called True Theater Radio uh, do an audio drama, but it's kind of like truth centered and i don't even know how else to describe it but we did their second episode ever which is i think their first official episode and so that's you can get that on any podcast feed it's audio only they don't have video yet that would be cool if somebody could do like a jre tunes version of uh, all their audio dramas but
2: and it's spelled kind of weird so it's either you can do true tru and then the word theater or you can do truth eater all one word truth eater radio check it
5: out. Check that out. They do. So it's audio drama, but they also do. We did like almost two hours of a just a normal episode talking. Yeah, they play part
2: of the they play part of the audio drama first. Then we do an interview and then they finish the audio drama at the end.
5: So yeah, Check those guys out. They have a great idea and we can't wait to see where that goes. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Ben, you got anything besides fingernails to eat? No. (laughs) Okay. Haven't eaten any yet. It'll come. Oh, he's going to be.
4: Surprisingly, he
2: still is able to scratch.
1: Even though there's <laughs> nothing there, like I don't know it's how it no, like, how scratch yeah, me. I was gonna say, it's called I'm like, how
4: going down the walls. Yeah.
5: Mm. Ugh. Nails on a Everyone figures
2: out a way. All right.
5: Life finds a way. All right. Our our guest tonight is Lavish and Booberry from Behind the Schemes. And thank you, Dao Denim, in the chat for reminding me that this, there's threes instead of the E's in behind the schemes. So if you're looking them up on audio, make sure you get that part right. I fucked up. It's my bad. But welcome, Booberry and Lavish. What's going on, guys? Hello.
6: Oh, just hanging out. How are you doing? Me too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: great time. Just, just a couple of people hanging out on the internet, you know? Just a couple of dudes yeah. being bros, yeah. man. Yeah, doing Bar. things. <laughs> uh, doing yeah, so things.
6: Doing things.
5: The cool thing is I heard about Booberry from our mutual show that we both love that I talk about all the time, our big dumb mouth. And he was in the live chats over there, and he's in the Discord, and he's called in. I've called in. We're all just big boner friends over there at OBDM. So I knew he'd be a cool person to have on. Lavish, great to meet you. I've actually never talked to Lavish, just Booberry, but great to meet you both. Me, a fun time. So tell us a little bit about your show and your favorite things to talk about over there or what you've been talking about uh, lately.
3: Well, don't all start at once. i I think it's a very very serious production um we take great care in sourcing resources and materials for our show notes uh which are all compiled in a beautiful uh smorgasbord of information for your perusal and uh i don't know lavish what do you think it is a history
6: podcast more than anything we try to make it an informative program, you know, yes. educational, as we already says, we've got the sources, we've got all that, but we like to discuss topics that don't get as much attention as they should. The topics that we feel shouldn't should be more exposed to to a mainstream ideal. And a lot of the time that can fall under a sort of category that people call conspiracy, but we don't really focus on stuff that's like outlandish. We no. like to focus on stuff that has a lot of material to back it up and we like to source that material and we have art, we have music, it's kind of a radio show. a uh, little art bell, a little Bill Cooper, you know. So what I you're saying to... is
4: you like things with a lot of meat. Yes, there's a lot of meat, meat on the Yes. I like, yeah, I like meaty things too. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one.
3: Oh yeah. okay. there's, a, there's a sound drop. Thank you. It's actually Boner. It's it's nice to uh step out of the green room. That's where we hang out every Monday night at uh nine o'clock, nine thirty central is when the stream gets going. Um, We've
6: got our little IRC channel that we enjoy very, very much.
3: Yes, and uh, we're having this issue with goats. They're really piling up. There was a smell. Um, So it's nice to kind of get out and
6: get a little bit of fresh air going, you know? Oh,
4: actual goats?
6: Yeah, we have a a thing where you can boost a certain amount of Satoshis and uh, we'll slaughter a goat on the air. And sometimes people just do it again and again. Sometimes we'll do 12, 13 goats a show. Right in a row. Just line them up. Knocking yeah. down, let it flow. You know, what, what's your favorite
5: method for slaughtering the goats? You go for the jugular, or do you? Uh, oh yeah, clean kill. Okay, clean kill. Yeah, well, that's good. You want you don't want to spoil nice the meat? You know,
3: I I would say uh, taints a throat probably. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs>
4: <Is> there, it, <laughs> what's so the?
3: Just, that's just me. I don't you know like thirteen every, in a
4: row. Start, is there a lovely ceremony shortly thereafter? Oh
6: yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't call it style. lovely, but. Yeah, it's a ceremony. I'd
3: say, I'd say the whole experience experience is kind of like a ceremony. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, I got a boner right now. Let's do one.
3: We're one step away from robes.
6: <laughs> soon. Hashtag soon.
3: Hashtag soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys know what uh, their show's
5: about now, so yeah, go check them out. Uh, so, what's your what have you guys been talking about lately? Do you have you covered any like current events, or do you kind of stay away from that stuff?
6: We do current events every now and again. But uh, there hasn't really been anything too exciting going on. The last current event that we covered was the Georgia Guidestones, and I kind of did a full report on like the history of the Guidestones and all that. But now, last week, we all did history. Uh, Blueberry recently did a great uh, bit on the the Radium Girls and yeah. the history of chemical warfare, which was which was really uh, interesting. And that well, that kind really of is beautiful. the way we lean.
4: I was going to say, speaking of that, of- Go ahead.
6: Uh, the, the the radium girls when they first discovered radium and uh, really utilized radium in a commercial way, uh, this was in the early twentieth century. Hundreds of products, by the way, hundreds. Yeah, radium glows. So you had <laughs> ladies who would make watches, and they would paint the the hands of the watches with radium, and they would uh, take their paint brushes and they would tap it Just in the their smell. mouth, and they'd get it Teens all over and them
1: nails.
6: and the teeth, yeah. and then they would like face paint and kind of do fun stuff with it you know bring in their sunday best dresses and they would glow at church and it was it's a very it's kind of a morbid thing but uh, it was very real
3: and uh, the sort of modern day connection that i had found with it is that uh, all throughout the 50s 60s 70s there was 33 different parts of the united states where they were testing um, uh, zinc cadmium sulfide uh, on unsuspecting populations, so you hear the St. Louis. They were spraying all the all this, uh like um, urban areas down with this dust, and uh, they did it in Minneapolis, uh, San Francisco. I mean, even in Alberta, Canada, they got in there and was spraying Canadian citizens with this uh, with this dust to try and track the radioactive material. It was a stand-in for um, you know seeing how a Russian. Attack how all of it would disperse, and uh, it turns out that this product that they were using they had purchased from one of the corporations leading the radium girls, or just you know, p- putting uh, undarken all the watches and and whatnot.
5: That is wild. How have we never
3: heard about this?
6: Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> no might, one talks about it.
3: <laughs> you, you may have heard. The mainstream news. <laughs> Actually, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't was...
2: think the government likes it to get out that they're spraying unsuspecting populations with yeah. radiation just to Imagine see where that. it goes. Because our government loves us. You guys, don't you know that? <laughs> they love us. They have our best interest in mind. Yeah, yeah totally. Thank and God for
6: that. <laughs> if too many incidents like these are, are too well known, then people will be like, hmm, they have a bad track record. Maybe we shouldn't trust them so much.
3: Something
4: yeah.
6: doesn't sit right.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, instead, what they do is they let us all talk like conspiracy theorists for 70, 80 years about UFOs, and then they disclose it. And then when they do, they go, Oh, yeah, hey, you guys already knew that shit. Don't don't go psycho about it. You guys already knew it's not a big deal.
5: No. yeah that's the general thing.
3: That's I, what happens every time. Oh, we're totally doing that. Yeah, we never denied it.
6: No, oh, that, that was that was happening, sure.
3: I think we should make a a distinction that we do not self-identify as conspiracy theorists. Uh, We are more so aligned with conspiracy hypothesizers. I think it's a more uh, natural state for that term to exist in. Mm -hmm. It is
4: technically the precursor to a theory, so that actually does minimize a little bit the uh, conspiracy. So that's actually, I kind of like that.
6: Yeah, Yeah, we're just entertaining the thought, you know. Yeah, even if we don't believe it ourselves, we like to look at stuff.
4: How would you say that, conspiracy hypotheorist?
6: Uh,
3: conspiracy hypothesizer. Conspiracy curiosity. How about that one?
4: Oh, I <laughs> like that. Yes. yes, yes, yes How so about investi-
5: investigator? That sounds a little more official. Conspiracy investigators. Why do you have a
4: question? I do have a question for you guys, since you guys are in the conspiracy realm and we are talking about current events. What do you guys think about this uh, pipeline getting blown up right as the same day that they announced the Baltic pipeline coming in?
3: I don't know if I have uh, a dead set opinion one way or the other. Um, I've only uh, caught recently uh, two two other shows discussing it, and okay. uh, I suppose I haven't uh looked at it enough to internalize it uh to form any real opinion
5: a lot of what i've heard is that uh, i don't know how long ago it was but biden and victoria newland were both saying we're going to stop the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and biden basically said i promise and they're like how are you going to do that and he's like i promise we'll get it done and then this happens and they go it it was totally russia which doesn't make any sense to me because why would russia uh sabotage their own shit that makes them money
2: because the media says they did
4: no actually it does joe because i i've been thinking about this a lot it could go both ways here's the thing they lost their bargaining chip on siphoning off the gas that they were feeding to germany if they if it gets blown up well why would they blow it up because now there's nothing to bargain with except if they blow up their own pipeline and blame it on the US the same day that they announced the Baltic pipeline going in, now they have a perfect reason to bomb that brand new pipeline so that they also make the other person lose their chips. Now they don't have to feed energy. They have a reason, they have a reason for who sabotaged it and then can also get their revenge in an understanding way that people will go, well, it's shitty, but you know. Somebody did sabotage their pipeline. It could go both ways. I could, I personally, I think it's us. i um, 100%. Uh, the Victoria lady that you were talking about literally said verbatim at any cost.
5: Yeah. So, and, well, the other thing too was that there's a US ship or some kind of either a submersible ship or some other kind of ship that was sitting like 30 kilometers away from the uh, zone where the pipeline got hit. And yeah like what was it do- and they said oh it was just out there you know checking stuff out just oh they said
4: they were they said out. that supposedly they were doing fuck fuck games with our germany base
3: <laughs> is
6: that a technical term that is <laughs> that a military sense.
4: term uh whenever they go out and they play little war games and skirmishes they just call it fuck fuck games
6: okay
5: fuck Games.
4: Yeah,
6: that checks out <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
5: Oh, I just, I fucked up my soundboard sorry okay it's, we're back in action <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I don't, I don't really know. I, of course, because the mainstream immediately says it's Russia, it makes me think it's probably <laughs> not Russia, right? Uh, anybody else? It's Zimbabwe. It's not Russia. <laughs> but I <don't>, it, like <laughs> I don't a, it's been like a, a double thing where uh, Putin's like, hey, we have them on video saying they're going to destroy our shit. What if we just go do it and make them look like they did it? You know? Who knows i don't know what the their plans are I don't, i'm not inside putin's head so even though that we would also don't know Putin. that it actually happened yeah i really want to yeah, go down this it could
6: point. be fake yeah.
5: yeah honestly maybe they said they sabotaged it as a reason to pump up gas prices even more yeah
4: super. Well, going going to to the taking, right?
6: they need an excuse to keep that price up because everyone's gonna fuck Why? yeah yeah
4: they said the euro the euro just dropped down to almost the same level as a dollar Right for the first time in history, right now, one dollar and seven cents is equal to one euro, which is euro or pound. astronomically lower.
6: Yeah, yeah, it's usually about a buck twenty.
4: Yeah, That's and I, at one point it was worth almost uh two, uh, back a couple years after they yeah. introduced it.
6: That's awful, That must have destroyed yeah. tourism.
4: <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Gold, too, right now is just tanking. I mean, it is incredible to watch. Now it's Now's time to buy it. To yeah, <laughs> I agree.
5: Buy Isn't gold, crypto I agree. tanking, too? I mean, Bitcoin tanked a while ago. Has it hasn't just gone kind of steadily down since that initial tanking?
6: It's funny. Bitcoin kind of canaried that coal mine. It definitely tanked probably three months before everything really started to. But it's been hovering at the same place since. It's been at a 20K um, resistance level for probably three or four months now.
3: A.K.A. Hey, 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 Bitcoin is on
6: sale. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I think it'll take more personally. But yeah. Let's get some that? Well, do you guys get into,
5: guys Bitcoin? Get into Bitcoin or uh, crypto at all? Because I, oh, right. I know very little about it, and I've had a lot of people on that are both ways on it. And where do you guys stand on that? A lot of people are pro-Bitcoin only and say, fuck all the other coins. And some people say all crypto could be controlled or hacked. or
6: I don't know. I don't know enough about it. What do you guys think? Uh, personally my strategy is Bitcoin and two shit coins. I will only allow myself two shit coins. Uh Bitcoin is is the great one, Bitcoin is king. And you might as well just dump it in there. But it's that's boring. And you want to sometimes you know, you want to get your doges, you want to strike lucky on something. So if you put 10 bucks into something that's worth almost nothing, and then it goes and does what doge did, then that's, that's what I did with doge. That's the
5: only thing that I did. I, did. I put, bought did Dogecoin. 20 bucks in I, or something.
2: No, I put like 50 bucks in and then I bought a little bit more <laughs> and it was the same day without reading Reddit, I did no research. I just downloaded <laughs> nice. I downloaded Robinhood and they're like we have a new coin available. It's called Dogecoin. And I'm like that sounds neat. I didn't look <laughs> it up at all and I spent like 50 bucks on it and it was the same day that the Redditors were like trying to pump it up like they did with GameStop and oh uh I just woke up in the morning and was like, oh shit, I have like 700 bucks in here. What the fuck? Because I had like four thousand doge coins. Yeah. And then yeah. but I made like three grand on it eventually because it kept going up until Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live. But
6: I right. sold it all then. And that's <laughs> the right time to sell. The, when Elon Musk was promoting on SNL, you go, okay, I'm out. Time to go. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> well, what do out. you guys think of that
5: motherfucker? Uh uh, again, people are on varying sides of the aisle with him. I just think he's way too much in the spotlight to be any good. You know what I mean? Uh, he's not censored off Twitter,
3: so there you go. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm no Elon apologist. i and there's nothing really about him that excites me in, in any particular way. Uh, I do think that he was uh, definitely sent in just a tank Twitter kneecap it. Um, that would make sense. Just. You know, totally decimate it, show that a lot of the users are just uh, bots, that it's a septic, toxic wasteland uh, that won't ever do anything good for anybody, and it's just time to let it go let <laughs> it's, full it. Of, it's just full of shit and piss over there on twitter
5: yeah.
2: it's time to switch to TikTok, everybody that's where it's at just kidding just kidding <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah.
1: yeah. i never done tiktok i'm just kidding If you're into seeing
5: underage girls twerk and do weird dances and
6: knock yeah. yourself out that oh was the original God. reputation of tiktok now it's a big deal but it's like when it first came out that's really what it was it was just like watching high schoolers dance it was like, what is it was, this this it was called
2: musically at first my daughter had it when she was nine or ten And it was, you would just lip sync and do little routines to music and record it and people would comment on it. That was it. And then it changed to TikTok, I don't know, a couple of years later.
6: I think it filled the void that Vine left. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot about Vine. Nobody talked about Vine anymore. That was was a big deal for a bit, you know?
3: No doubt. But that was like the way of MySpace.
2: It was Uh, MySpace, yep.
3: Press F in the chats for MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's, Tom's just fine. Yeah, I hope you're doing, out, uh, doing okay out there, buddy. I miss <laughs> MySpace. That was way more fun. And it
5: was back when you could basically say literally anything you want on the internet and they wouldn't couldn't do anything
3: about it. Yeah, well, such a yeah, I would definitely 100% recommend y'all check out a Mastodon instance, whether you set one up for yourselves or you hop aboard. a Tinfoil Hat has one that I just joined called uh, Social, which is a lot of fun. Uh, there is the podcast index.social, which is connected to the podcasting 2.0 um implementation and the podcast index and all that. Uh, no agenda social still has slots open.
6: Um, I Podcasts just find, but they're there.
3: Yeah. It's uh, oh, what what exactly is it though? It's a self hosted Twitter. Yeah. Oh. an open source Twitter. Yeah. Go oh, check that out, everybody. Actually, I'll drop a link to the um, to the post I made about uh, going live with this episode. I'll drop that in your chat for you. Uh, Say so it. You go. Um, I uh, my thoughts on Bitcoin is I don't really see anybody getting in full control of the of the um, of the ledger and just the blockchain as a whole because it's just it's too distributed at this point. If someone was there to collect. Fifty percent of the mining operations from the onset, maybe that could be the case. I think there was a point in time where it kind of came close to falling under that majority rule, um, but at this point, I mean, I've got the blockchain sitting on a on a drafting table in the other room, full three hundred gigabytes of it, the the entirety, the history of the from the first transaction to you know all the transactions that are going on right now, and. The show, our show, and a lot of other shows, I think the count is just under 10,000 right now. They are set up to receive Bitcoin from producers in real time as they listen to a show. So, what this looks like under these legacy apps is you have Spotify and you have your PayPal, and your PayPal allows you to create a wallet inside of Spotify, and then you can send money to the shows that you're listening to. Um, inside of Spotify, that doesn't actually exist. What it is here is people are setting up Lightning wallets, which are uh, Bitcoin wallets, essentially, and they are streaming sats, micro payments of Bitcoin, in real time. As they listen, you can send um, bigger lump-sum uh, payments of Satoshis uh, that are known as Boostergrams. So we actually had two come in, or three, during the pre stream, I was doing, we had a, and it was all from Dave Jones, who's one of the guys that's um, uh, heading up the project as a whole podcasting 2.0 uh, or podcastindex.org. Um, he sent in a thousand sat boost. He sent in another one for 21,112 sats uh, straight from the locker. This tune is rad. Uh, talking about. 2112, uh, Rush. What a great song. One of my absolute favorites uh, from the Twilight Zone. I was playing a little bit of that. And to actually answer his question, there is a live stream video uh, over at Rockfin. You can check it out. Nice. Uh-huh. So, oh, and uh,
5: maybe you yeah. could explain to me more about why it's not hackable, uh, bitcoins because it's spread out across a ledger over. <laughs> thousands of computers or whatever so you'd literally have to go hack each and every one of those in order for it to actually change something is that is that correct
3: basically yeah so think the the reason banks can so royally fuck you over is because they are in ownership of that ledger they have the numbers on their side just like the COVID pandemic they have the numbers on their side who's they doesn't matter but with the public availability of the blockchain Everybody can see it. Everybody, all of these nodes are working in tandem to confirm these payments um, as they uh, move back and forth.
6: Yeah, anybody uh, who joins the blockchain, anybody who participates in this, they have their own copy of the blockchain. And there's millions and millions and millions of copies all over the world. And the computational power to hack all of those, and every time a transaction is made, the chain just gets more complex. The computational power just simply doesn't exist on Earth to be able to manage that so and I, the other thing i was wondering is
5: what what inherent value is there to bitcoin i know it's based off of mining another thing i'm not real clear on it's computers doing computations and then they get paid
6: bitcoin for it like what does that explain yeah there's a there's a fee uh, mining is it's it's misleading title but mining essentially means that you are facilitating the transaction so when you send someone bitcoin there are computers that essentially try to solve a math problem. And if they solve this math problem, then that verifies the transaction. And that takes computational power. And for for dedicating that computational power to the transaction, they get a fee of that, of that transaction. If you send money, they get a little piece of it. But also theoretically up until a point, uh, a bit of new Bitcoin will be made, a very, very tiny amount every time a transaction is made. And eventually the limit will be reached where no more Bitcoin can be made.
3: Yeah, and and yeah. When, when these computations are figured out, that's what, um, I guess, locks in the actual uh, transaction and it writes it into the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: the, the inherent value of Bitcoin, in a way, is that money right now is already electronic. 99% of the money that we transact with is already electronic. It's zeros and ones in the computer, just facilitated by a bank or whatever. And the idea is that money in the computa- in, a, in a computer is only a, a set of information a name, a time, an amount, it's the transaction. It's like the receipt itself is the money. Just the the existence of the transaction creates the money. And the, the trust that's
3: in the transaction, I think. Um, because, you know, again, the banks are able to control the ledgers and they can fudge the numbers. They can sell
6: subprime mortgages to people en masse. And, yeah, it's all based off of fractional reserve credit instead yeah. of, you know, a substantial line of code that exists with Bitcoin.
3: I heard a super cool podcast. Y'all listen to uh, Pirate Side Chats, Greg Carwood. Oh yeah. Yeah. He just had on Texas Slim of the Texas Beef Initiative. And I definitely think that it would be worth it for y'all to check out. Uh, In this case, he is actually discussing using Bitcoin as a store of value for ranchers across the nation. Um, trying to bring them back to a place where this actually, this this physical property has, like if I had a hoard of gold, um, you know, that would have value to it rather than paper money that you can just, you know, money printer go, and then you just lost all your money. You just, you know, I forget what, uh, I don't know if it was lavish telling me somebody was, uh you know, over the, you, you've lost like 40% of, all of the time you worked over the past four years or something crazy. Um, I don't know how accurate that number is, but. Sounds about right. So not to harp on
5: it too much. I'm just retarded when it comes to this, but what, you said the computations that write Bitcoin or they get paid in Bitcoin, whatever, they're solving math problems. Whose problems are they and why are they solving them? Like what what are they working on?
6: Civil arithmetic that's developed by just randomly
3: right when you say it, that it's based off of the uh, byzantine generals problem uh so you're you're trying to have these assorted number i guess for this example we use eight you're trying to have eight generals all attack a fortress at the same time that's the only way that they can penetrate the defenses and- if
6: everybody attack if all eight have to attack at the same time if just one backs out then the whole thing fails
3: and it's you're trying to figure out uh, I've got an article about it somewhere. I can dig it out for you. Um, but essentially, you're trying to, to figure out how you can pass all the information, not have generals turn away, not have generals do Benedict Arnold's. You know, you have to confirm that everybody's going to move into unison. And that's what that's that movement in unison, I think, is really what kind of, you know, solves this randomly generated um equation that the miner is trying to to solve i mean this is way above my pay grade
6: (laughs) yeah i mean there's no limit to how complicated it gets but uh
5: my
3: thought
6: i think
5: that's why everybody has so many questions about it because i had all these questions i'm like so it's solving problems for who like who comes up with the problem and how do they It's why are they solving it transactions
3: that 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 um it's the transactions that are generating i think um transactions
5: for what like just general transactions going on on the internet or what
6: yeah every individual one if I sent you Bitcoin then a, a our own unique little math problem would be created and uh, it would take somebody around the world it could be a guy in China if he's got a computer that's that's built to mine then he'll his computer will figure out the math problem and then once that's done then that verifies that the transaction is true and then it enters into the chain the the, the transaction is called a block. And right. it's added to the chain, all the way. Fucking weird. Who came up with that? Oh yeah, nobody knows, huh? A mysterious guy that, yeah, no, no one knows. Satoshi Nakamoto. It's 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 it's... Not. Many claim to be him, but nobody's given very good proof. Definitely it. not Elon Musk. Don't don't believe or Craig that. Wright or any of these jackasses on 4chan. Don't trust. Don't believe that.
5: <laughs> uh, I think Q personally came up with Bitcoin.
6: I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, man. My I talked to bad. him. He said no.
3: My money's all in on Sam Hyde.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Sam Hyde made Bitcoin. (laughs)
3: Uh, Yeah.
6: But the the way that we use it, like we said, with these wallets is we found a way for people to, because a regular Bitcoin transaction takes forever to do hours, if not days, we found a way to do it instantaneously, do it through the app. So if you have a podcasting 2.0 app and you have, you already have the Bitcoin in there, if you like a show, you can go, okay, I'll give you money. However much it is, it could be 20 cents. Um, and and we found a way to do it where if you send us money, you'll it'll come up in the chat room. It'll play sound bites like when we're talking about slaughtering the goats. If you send us a certain amount of Bitcoin, then then we play a sound bite where we slaughter a goat.
3: Whoa! What is that, that? you, Weber? No.
6: What the
3: fuck is that? I don't think it's me.
5: Hmm. Are we getting hacked into by the FBI? We're talking about Bitcoin. Many such
3: cases. It happens. Uh, but you ever heard that sound before? That was fucking weird. No, it like a dial tone or not dial tone, but like a punch keys on the phone. Dial
6: tone, that was not That's my soundboard either. Yeah, uh, anyway, anyway, but um, yeah, it's uh,
3: we have uh, uh, friends on this, uh, they do a Tuesday night show, it's Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean of the Bull After Bull podcast. Uh, it's a weed advocacy podcast, but they do a lot of like fun, uh, thirty-three in the headlines, and uh, uh, a lot of weed news and uh, fo- uh, voicemails and, and things of that nature. Uh, but they also do a segment week to week, uh, talking about their onboarding process onto the Lightning Network, which is the this is the the use of Bitcoin in real time. It's all built on top of the Lightning Network. Our Bitcoin nodes are Lightning nodes. Um, and without getting too technical, it's you're opening up transactions to other people, and then the the Bitcoin is able to to ride along those channels that open up between me, you know, me to Lavish and Lavish to Sir Spencer. And if um, if you want sort of like a a short primer, that's the spot that I would recommend you head to to check out. It's there. Yeah, uh, uh, what this?
6: That's uh, all a little advanced.
3: C- cocaine shit stain um, <laughs> on chain off chain cocaine shit stain that's the segment
6: yeah. <laughs> So, so that's, sounds like a cocaine title um, to, to, <laughs> a lot of drug references in, in high tech you know it's,
1: it's part to, of make, it. to my, wonder my why. Uh,
3: point though it's they spent a lot of time getting into the weeds and they came up with this analogy of the only way you're going to learn how to drive a car is by getting into the car and cranking the engine, and start driving. You just have to... You're not going to be able to look at the manual to figure out how how it works, right? Um, And that's what uh, really helped us along. I've never owned Bitcoin prior to 2021. Never. I never owned any Dogecoin, never did any of that. And I don't even own any other shit coins as it stands. It's just the Bitcoin that comes in uh, through the streams and whatnot. But the people behind the podcast index have, have taken a lot of painstaking effort in making it a relatively easy process to onboard. That's what I've I've come to understand is that it's so easy just to kind of get lost in the in the details of how the Bitcoin works and, and all the, the different moving pieces required. Oh, so I'm you know, way
1: too dumb to understand it.
3: Um, but it's one of those things that using it, Starts to teach you the implications of what you're actually working with. This is a this is a decentralized currency that no one entity has direct control of. There's definitely influences. I mean, fucking. I, I think uh, Elon Musk even like knocked it a couple of times. It's fries, but
2: sorry. Crack a beer. Oh, no, <laughs> No, it's a sparkling water.
6: All right, okay. You know, Matt. party hard over
2: here. <laughs> sorry. The way the
6: Bitcoin's
5: going, though, what do you think uh, with the new Fed dollar thing they're planning on right now? I've been hearing a lot more about it lately. It's not just in conspiracy circles either. It's actually in some mainstream shit talking about the what's it called a CBDC or something like that. What What do you guys think that's going? Because that can't be good. It's come. No, it's not doing that. Uh, one of that.
3: You have a, have a you, have, you have a currency that you can turn on and off like a <laughs> switch, right?
6: right. Yeah. What they could do in that instance is they could make Bitcoin illegal to transact with, like in general, they wouldn't be able to control it at the electronic level, but they could obviously go to companies and like Coinbase or something and say, you know, you can't operate. Sorry. Right. Um, It's the whole
4: idea of getting into the market, which would probably be pretty profitable because if it's not privatized, they can make it really accessible. So then people get in on it, they find a lot of success with it, and that's all fine and good as long as you do what they say. And then as soon as you don't, it's like, well, sorry about that. You guys went against our community standards, so yeah, you now you're in a with- NFT jail.
3: You pro- protested a little too hard there, eh, buddy? Yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah. nft jail that's funny because the nft market is basically just gone now you remember seeing that uh yeah. how big that was a year or two ago the nft is the stoned ape or whatever whatever the fuck that ape was yeah. i i never Wasn't understood into that. that one either and i'm so glad i never got into it or, or even learned about it because i'm like they're little jpegs why the fuck are people selling these for like thousands of dollars never understood it and now it's Dude, gone so
2: i've never even heard of it i'm so old my
4: phone <laughs> I don't know if you could see this or not. I don't know
2: any of this Trust shit. me, you're
6: not missing out on anything with. I NFTs. still read books for fuck's so. sake.
1: Like I love the smell <laughs> of books. I'm. I don't belong oh, in this the conversation. Small books too.
6: we've got man, myth, and magic. It smells like just rich mahogany. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, it's the way and leather and, and leather. wisdom. Yes, <laughs> esoteric wisdom. So very, very, very much. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Rich they... mahogany and fine leather.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, I have many leather-bound Mom. books. yeah it's a weird it's a very weird sphere and as far as the federal reserve making its own cryptocurrency is concerned a lot of old guys are gonna have to die first i mean all the dudes that are running the show that were you know 70 80 years old they don't give a shit they don't understand bitcoin so yeah it'll take for people you know closer to our generation to be in in the leading capacity at these major banks for anything to to be substantial I think but I
5: mean it was it was all of- the nerds that know what they're doing and uh, people like me are just going to be like yeah nerd go ahead do your thing
6: I don't know what I'm doing well currency is extremely complicated I mean we all use the American dollar but the American dollar and the Federal Reserve is so so much more infinitely complex than Bitcoin in my in my opinion but we use it anyway you know yeah and we all trust in it and it just works when we all keep You know, (laughs) we save the
3: uh, the online banking apps onto the phone. I mean, that is digital currency.
6: Yeah, it it really boils down to convenience. Yeah,
5: I I was talking about that years ago, about how the mobile banking we do now is basically that. I mean, it's not really different. It's a little easier. Anyway, sorry, Booberry, I cut you off
3: the one one thing to consider about uh, streaming sats and the the value for value nature of, of sending bitcoin to a show is that it's a lot harder to deplatform somebody off of that because you are self-hosting if you so choose i i have the bitcoin uh rasp people it's it's a it's a lightning node built out of a raspberry pi never bought a raspberry pi before never fucked with the linux before but you find the right people and you start asking the right questions and you, you, you can find the guidance. It's really just a matter of saying, well, I don't understand, but at some point I'm going to have to understand, I have to start doing something. And that's been our entire approach. Um,
6: There are plenty of people out there who know about it, who would love to just take the time to explain to you what they've learned and what they know and what they've developed themselves. And this is, this is a system that's going to prevent
3: situations like patreon pulling people off of their platform yeah paypal uh stripe you know stripe banned a fucking country from using currency like (laughs) these motherfuckers are not fucking around (laughs) that's why when you said
5: yeah a currency that has an on off switch like a fed coin isn't that kind of what they could do now i mean you know short of an emp or something like that but don't you think there could be an off switch to the currency we use now i mean it looks like they're heading that way right now anyway
6: you mean like for the dollar?
5: Yeah, well, we're just they, the zeros and ones in my phone, my bank account. It's all digital. I haven't seen oh, yeah. cash in like three weeks. Yeah,
6: look
3: what happened to ca- uh, to Casher in twenty twenty. No change, An exact change only. Oh, your currency's dirty. Um, and you know, I, I think it's not the uh, shortage anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were able to cancel cash, but they definitely like gave it a stigma for sure.
2: Uh Companies stop taking cash. I think Subway doesn't take cash anymore, at least the one in our town. I
5: think I remember hearing that about a couple places. A couple places
2: just stopped it altogether.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Places won't take checks. Like how is that even legal? Like for a company to say no, we don't take cash, pretty sure you have to. Like
4: no company policy. It's the same thing with having your rights to shop somewhere else. They're not saying that you have to shop there and can't use checks they're saying you can shop wherever you want and their rights are covered that by their policy, they won't accept it. So it's kind of like the same thing I was saying during the pandemic where stores would say, you have to wear a mask like Costco, you have to wear a mask in our store. And everybody was like, you're infringing on our rights. Like, well, as much as I wish that was true, it's not because what would be infringing on your rights is to say that you have to shop at Costco and you have to wear a mask, whereas you can go freely to another store that doesn't make you wear a mask. And that's your right, just as much as it is their privatized right. So like with the not accepting checks or cash, they can 100% legally do that. And to tell you the truth, I would hate to see that right go away. Because then that means if they can take that away from the companies, they can do that with everybody. So it's like, They're not telling you that you have to shop somewhere where they don't accept checks so therefore it's not illegal for company policy to reject it
5: i mean they already tried to do that remember that uh, story from several years ago now about how that bakery didn't want to make a gay cake for the gays and they (laughs) i don't know if you got a lawsuit or what happened with that but they're they're basically saying screw your policy you got to make a a gay cake and i think they ended
1: up
6: lawsuit. no
1: Which I think they, they had did. the
6: public sentiment behind them on that one. I think the public came out and said, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what happened? To that. <laughs>
4: they, they politicized the hell out of that, which is ridiculous because whether or not you're, whether you want to call it a preference or a prejudice or whatever, it doesn't matter because they don't have to get their cake there. So they right. can, this, it goes along the same exact lines. So if they, if they want somebody to make a big fat boner cake, or whatever they want that they can go somewhere else to get it. But the whole idea of we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone is also the company's right. So it's like, they're not saying you have to get your uh... cake there and you have to accept they won't make that cake. I wonder if somebody's ever tried to pull that shit
5: on cops, you know, like a little mom and pop shop and a cop comes in and they're like, no, we reserve the right to refuse service to you. Can you imagine so
2: that's totally different though i get what you guys are saying with you you reserve the right to not serve someone or not you know make a cake for a gay couple for their wedding but when companies start refusing when they start refusing cash that has huge implications on our society that's going to make a world of difference if other companies start following suit that's just putting them right in line for this oh we accept bitcoin now we only accept digital currency it's just lining right up it's
6: the old frog in the boiling water yeah yeah, well, when it comes to currency, I'm pretty sure business could accept seashells if they really wanted to, as long as they pay their bills. But
2: yeah, they still um, trading, trading back. I, trade, I, I <laughs> want to trade, I want to give eggs.
6: <laughs> yeah,
2: something, and trade vegetables.
6: That would be Actually, a cool she, system.
4: She just brought up a good point. They're still making pennies. I don't think it's going to go away. I mean, for that however costs ma-
1: closer to two cents per penny that they produce. Well, that's so what I was if say. They're still doing that, and they've tried getting rid, and they're like,
2: nope, we're keeping it.
4: The penny is the closest thing that's actually produced to what it's worth. It's the only thing that we make that's actually close. It's the closest to what it's actually worth and what it's made of than anything else in our, in our currency.
6: Mm. Yeah. It doesn't take a hundred dollars to make a hundred dollar bill. That's for sure.
4: (laughs) No, no, but it does take way more than a hundred dollars for those printing presses. By the time they are printing out all those flats of money, it's actually a whole lot more expensive than the flats of money that they're printing.
6: Well, that brings up an interesting point of overall economy and right. What would cost more? Making the pennies at double the cost of what they're what they're worth, or getting rid of pennies and operating in an economy where you use nickels and dimes. Like honestly, Europe is kind of doing that with the euro. Right. I don't even
5: know what we're still doing with them.
6: <laughs> and this this getting whole pressure robbed is what we're getting. This whole used. pressure
4: on on a lack of you know tangible goods. As being your currency, that's exactly the whole point, and it does go back to what Jen was talking about. It's that slow chokehold, because if they can start making good reasons to do away with an actual, you know, get to a cashless economy, well, yeah, it's a lot more lucrative. But the problem is, as soon as they do that, what's to stop anybody from hiking up the inflation, all of their prices, and now you're fucked. Because you don't have any tangible goods, it's just all ones and zeros in your in your bank account. And
5: uh, you nobody's to stopping, stopping him, uh, tax to shit
6: either. Yeah,
5: nobody's stopping ours, anybody you know. from inflation. I mean, look what's going on Brian, now.
1: Come on,
5: man. I'm not blaming <laughs> on Biden, even though fuck him. But I mean,
1: <laughs>
2: fault. I mean, he fell upstairs and he fell off a bike. We just no, talked no, about no, that. No, no,
4: no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no. Come on. <laughs> He's not making any decisions, people.
6: Corn was a bad dude. And so. even
2: he Can't even poop in a toilet, <laughs> yeah.
6: No we mic. go back a long way,
4: but she was 12 and I was 30. Anyway, <laughs>
5: <laughs> is this my
0: yes. anyway.
6: Oh man, we love ripping yeah. Hunter Biden on
1: our show. No, we have Hunter
0: anything.
6: Biden clips it's and her. video oh, and photos so much. On oh, god, on it's on so beautiful! Cameras. So what a psycho that, that guy is! Wait yeah. a minute, but we got two yeah. different conversations yeah. going yeah. on here.
5: 12 and I was 30, anyway.
0: Oh god.
5: Okay, we what? had, we just had two, I said we had two different conversations going on there for a second. So I, was
1: I thought he muted the mic, he usually does.
5: Oh. <laughs> I, I was explaining
4: no. the Joe Biden comment. She didn't see it and I forgot to mute it. Sorry.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just I couldn't figure out either either way. Sorry, Lavish, go ahead. Please continue. Uh,
6: there's just <laughs> you guys have seen all like the Hunter Biden pictures and videos, the laptop stuff. Yeah. Like, I have we, not seen
5: the actual pictures. I'm not going to look that up. I don't want that on my phone, but I've oh. heard about it.
6: Well, there's yeah. at least one or two episodes of our show where you can go to the show notes so you can find all you need to find. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: That's know classic. nothing. That's what I was basically saying. So what? Oh, yeah.
6: Well, a lot of people don't know. He likes oh, to that. No. Not. He's doing coke out of hookers' buttholes and, you know. Oh, pff, we all do around. that. I mean, yeah. it's fine, but.
2: He did that down on his 21st birthday. It's fine.
6: <laughs> not judging the man, but they ripped apart this, the last guy and his family and said that they were doing all that stuff and had no evidence. And then as soon as this guy shows up and is essentially everything bad about the last guy that everybody was claiming and there's substantial evidence for that and it all gets buried. Well,
4: and they straight up said, I mean, there's been all kinds of stuff that has come out since where they have admitted to not verifying the story because they were afraid that it would push the election in a direction. But then, of course, they show how as long as it's on that side, that's what they're willing to do. And then what they do is the same thing they do with UFOs and anything else. Oh, yeah, it was right. We didn't know.
1: And then, uh, you You know, know, not only
4: finding out that not only is it not a hoax, but then on top of that, they're going back on the whole, you know, back up the cops now, didn't back up the cops in 2020 but back up the cops now how dare you you're unpatriotic blah 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 they're just doing their jobs and doing a thorough investigation before they put someone under the gun
5: yeah like the mar-a-lago raid thorough investigation we can always trust the fbi to do do their best they're not always right but they, they they try and they do their best
2: what about the crazy videos of biden though that came out right around the election of him sniffing little girls like so many. Right. And nobody cared. They were like, we hate Trump so much. We're just yeah. going to vote for this pedophile. We don't even care. That's, a that's big so thing. sad and pathetic.
5: A, a lot of people say that nobody actually voted for Biden. They just didn't vote for Trump. Yeah.
2: So if the election was real, which I don't believe the numbers are real. I don't believe more people voted for Biden. But if that's true, that means there's that many retarded fucking people in this country that don't give a shit about some old dude sniffing little kids' hair and care more about what well, this guy said, grab her by the pussy, and I don't like that. I have a daughter, like, no, look at this guy, look what he does to your daughter. It's literally, Come grabbing on. Little
6: girls on TV. It's like, yeah, Trump guys- just
2: said it. This guy was doing it.
6: At least yeah. he's not an asshole, though.
2: I'd yeah, like but China. words, he is an so asshole, too. Now.
6: That's that's the worst part. Joe Biden's <laughs> a piece of shit, dude, <laughs> absolutely. We're
2: all politicians, we 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 all, have we
6: all
3: ass-
4: good. Well. Stuff. And the thing I don't trust is I don't trust the fact that he got, you know, 26,000 more votes than the population of voters in like three different states. So whoa, that whoa, whoa. right there. It's
5: not election denial, dude. and get us booted. We
2: just got Oh a yeah, huge it's unpatriotic. Hashtag under-refer. not
4: my president 2016. Fuck off. Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: Yeah, it's only okay to say it then. But now I was just talking to one of our friends about the election and I ended up saying, hey, I don't listen to a lot of political conspiracy podcasts because I really don't. It's not that interesting to me, but I keep up with things here and there. And I said, you know, at the end of the day, I just don't even think any election is real. I think they just put in who they're going to put in and then it just goes down the line. And he looked at me and said... That's from all the conspiracy podcasts you listen to moments after I had just said, I didn't do that. And he said, get out of here with your stolen election shit. And I'm like, Whoa, man, I didn't even vote for Trump at all or Biden. I voted third party. I probably won't ever vote again just because of what I've seen. There's just no point.
0: Just tired. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm over yeah. it. I always vote third party though, just for fun. Um, but it, I wasn't saying the election was stolen. I just said it was a lie and also said like every other election. I was going to say. Get yeah. out of here with that election. Front. This guy also said he would crawl across broken glass to vote for Joe Biden right during the election. And we were like, "Ooh, broken glass. Really? This Go ahead, bad.
1: dude.
5: <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I got a window. But he's our friend yeah, and we yeah.
2: love him. I still love him to death, but I, he couldn't get past me saying that this election was fake along with all the others he thought i was saying oh well stop the election my god
4: there's real life staring at you i mean we talk about polarization all the time and it's like dude this isn't this that the polarization is not on a media level like this is in your face for real like at least they're right about fucking something if you just say anything against one person They immediately put you in the camp of the other. I'm like, no, they're both pieces of shit. I don't. I I think that the the whole election process and the electoral college is rigged. I don't. It's the same thing I've said before. If, If if my kid comes downstairs and asks for breakfast, and I say, well, do you want cocoa puffs or fruity pebbles? He thinks he has a choice, but really, there's a whole world of bacon, 13 slaughtered goats, whatever the fuck you want. But if that's not on the agenda, then it's that illusion of choice, which is the lack of freedom in our country. It's an illusion of choice. So what's funny about
5: that is if you point that out to somebody that like, I'm not this it doesn't mean I'm automatically this other thing. If you mm-hmm. point that out to them, they'll be like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theory. Like I've there's it's a it's a black or white thing. Like, no, I I didn't vote for either of them. So me thinking the election was stolen doesn't make me a Trumper. And they're like, well, you're. Clearly, like it, it melts their brain. They can't. No, they would, it's, no you have to be, though. You got to be. Trump. It's
4: the, it's the first thing like it's it's that first camp. If you outright say I'm a Trump supporter. OK, well, now they hate you. But if you say I don't like Joe Biden. Oh, you fucking Trump supporter. No, I don't like either of them. You've already still put yourself in a camp. It, 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 you can't win with these people. No, because then you're a libertarian. Well, if you didn't vote for Joe Biden, then you're a fascist. And it's like, okay, so if I do nothing, I'm a fascist. If I vote for Trump, I'm a fascist. The only route is to vote for who you think I should vote?
2: That is fascism.
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Exactly. How about everybody stops giving a shit about what everyone else is doing or who you vote for? There's a reason it's in secret, even though it doesn't fucking matter, in my opinion. Uh, Just... Do what you want to do. You can do this particular thing in secret, kind of like pooping, depending on your situation. To this I guess. Day, there should my be mom a has never down. told
1: anybody what she's voted for in any election.
3: Oh, nice. Every yeah, family member will pester her honestly. and
1: bug her, try to like turn her in an argument to say, and she's just, nope, she will not fucking tell you. It's her private business. That's oh, very interesting. Never known anyone else Fair to be enough. like that.
4: Well, I don't think that <laughs> candidates should <laughs> yeah. be allowed to say what their party affiliation is. Instead of voting for the Democrat nominee or the Republican nominee, no. Why don't we just vote for Joe Biden or vote for Donald Trump? No party affiliation. Have a list of shit yes, based, for based policy changes. On their
5: debates. Yes. Like that's all you have to go on is their debates yep. and shit.
4: You have no party affiliation. <laughs> they say, what is your criteria for running for president that you would like to do for the people? And they list out lower taxes, blah, 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 whatever the fucking case
5: all the normal shit that's
2: they say. it they're not gonna you be like i want to raise vote for them. them on their I merit.
1: Want to make life
2: stop. sorry yeah,
4: yeah
2: it's <laughs> But we also did serve. used
4: to live in a meritocracy and all the way down mm-hmm. to the general working level of a job that doesn't apply anymore it's all political you got to suck some kind of fucking dick if you want to get anywhere which is ridiculous so and sorry, you guys. You we go, the more tendency tendency to go
5: on, yeah. This, we have a tendency to like bounce off each other like a pinball for a while, and then the guests are just sitting there, like, "What the fuck?" Sorry, so, guys. what do you think about all that? We'll let you guys fucking hammer it out for a
3: bit. Giggity. I think there should be a drop-down door inside of voting polls. So if you vote for the wrong person, the door falls down. There's a shot, a sawed-off double gauge.
6: Problem solved. Just yep. so no, you easy. fall
2: into a Shark Tank or a spike pit. Shark I think that would be spike more pit. entertaining.
6: Yes. Yeah, with like really thin spikes, it's so different. it takes a long time to die. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> and they should open it up when you're voting so that you can see there should be like it should be glass so you can see the people kind of slowly dying below you. So you know you better make the right choice. That sounds very more more it in a I like that. <laughs> well, no, that's the whole point of saying that's how voting should be in America. It should be <laughs> it should be hostile right.
1: and awful. <laughs> if they
6: had their way, that would be it. If voting mattered, <laughs> yeah. Politics
2: and it. entertainment. Yay
6: yeah exactly uh, generally
3: generally i feel the rules are all made up and the points don't matter um i don't i, I don't know I should, do you, how do you feel about that
6: uh i think that all the major institutions of the world are ultimately owned by a giant sadistic uh, billionaire class that yeah. just has their own funny games and everything that happens is just us scrambling to justify what these people do to us all over the world and there isn't one guy that runs the world, but there's a there's a group of people that ultimately do, and then and then it kind of trickles on down from there. The people that we talk about most, I think, are middle management types. Yeah. yeah what do like, you think they're
2: doing it for? What do you think the end goal is? Do you think it's like energy stealing or something like that?
6: Population control and what they whatever their ideals happen to be on what they think is the way to make the world a better place. Um,
2: I'd so. love to know what their ideals are, just so I can dodge that shit. Damn. Not the same as what long.
6: we think. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it we have a, a whole good different good. set of moral principles.
6: There's a big push
3: to manifest something. It feels like the, there's some sort of end goal, and <laughs> I got a PPP. Nice. If if I was a betting man, I it always felt like it was it was all in the game of trying to summon something. You know, I think that there's one singular point where the controlling elite wants to push everybody and once we cross that threshold there's a true like next level um well, it's a level up in some regards and i have no idea what would be on the other side i i guess if i was going to get super romantic about it it's some sort of uh omnipotent uh sort of global um all connected throughout uh people is sort of like a unnatural ties that bind so it's something that mimics what we already have but a really uh, evil version of it um hmm.
2: yeah that sounds terrifying do you think there's a good counter product like something that will come out like god that will save everybody from this or do you think we're all just doomed
6: In critical thought just people Ooh. talking and having open discussions you know and, and that's that's important the, i don't know
2: if that will save us though sorry lavish i just can't in this day and age i just feel like we're doomed if that is our saving grace we're fucked no yeah, I how it works tired.
3: how it works is you surround yourself by people that have similar values it, it is something that anyone from across any political spectrum can apply they can see centralization yeah, find find your tribe. Find the group of people that you want to make it with. That's what Lavish and I have been doing. Twenty twenty, the COVID pandemic, it sucked in a lot of ways because I got fired from my job. I was you know pushed out because I don't take the vaccinations. I worked in an entertainment industry, and uh, a lot of those tours, you know, that's you're not going out if you don't get vaccinated. I was okay with that decision because I had found people like Lavish. Like all the other people that hang out in our green room, seven days of the week, the extraneous people. You know, I don't agree with everyone across the board on everything. That that defeats the purpose. Yeah, but that really would
2: like, be. Yeah. That's normal, everything. though. I think that's pretty fair. That would actually
3: a be weird people. if you it did. Would, Yeah, it would yeah. be strange.
2: Too hive-minded. Yeah.
3: That would be a cult.
1: Yeah,
3: we have been called an antisocial social social cult before. <laughs> Yeah, uh, by ourselves. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not Do you guys have some? Do you guys have spiked Kool Aid or what? What's that? I said, do you guys have spiked Kool Aid or what?
6: I wish. No. Oh,
2: yeah. Kool Aid, just in case. The
6: yeah, it's mushroom Kool-Aid. tea maybe. That'd be cool. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kool Aid's too much sugar. You know, Kool-Aid. I want something more natural.
2: Yeah, it's Kool Aid.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I drink it every day.
6: Yeah,
3: it's a weird world we live in. You know. Um, But as far as as getting into, I guess, the back and forth with people about the integrity of the election or the COVID, like, I'm not I'm not there to have those debates with them anymore. I am there. I'm there for the zingers. I just I dropped to my boss the other day. I was like, hey, baby, how old are you? (laughs) 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 Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's you just have to mock it and and move on. Like, I'm not there's so much work to be done. You know, we could be uh, we could be buying chickens with Bitcoin. You know, to kind of bring it full circle. Like, and we we podcast with people on the regular. Lavish just uh, visited some in person, and these crazy bastards nice. were buying. You know, chickens. They have chickens that they purchased or procured with Bitcoin. That's mm-hmm. that's how you break out of this system. You decentralize. You spread out. You know, think about the goddamn Revolutionary War. You know, they were still employing tactics of old of having everybody line up in in long uh, formations on the battlefield. And you get cannonballs bouncing or six pounds of fucking iron, just decimating numbers because they're sitting there bouncing through the fields. Right. And. uh, And then the Americans took a page out of the out of the First Nations and the natives and started hiding in the fucking woods. They spread out. And then we kicked their ass. (laughs) That's what it means to decentralize all of these fucking YouTube platforms. Get rid of them. Well, I, the way we set up to use YouTube for our show, it is to use and abuse them. Uh, all of the ad filters, all of the shit to download them, archive everything. Every video that we bring to the show, we got archived. Uh, so we have a fucking copy of it when it inevitably gets pulled off. You can go back through show notes to like Astro World, And I had all of the videos posted up there. And deleted, 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 and it's just gone, yep, from the internet. Right, and, right. Um, you know, we we don't need to be involved with that system. I and I think for a lot of people, Google and YouTube and Facebook and Apple and all these other douchebags convinced everybody that they
6: are the internet, and it's just not true it's the dialectic it's the cocoa pebbles versus fruity pebbles it's the do you want this you know there's so much more out there and the only way that you're going to find it is, is in small steps 10 years ago bitcoin was a joke i mean a real honest to god joke like butt coins i didn't trust them when they first came out back when i was in high school or whatever man i i thought it was garbage i thought it was a scam and in 10 years it's turned into a hundreds of billions of dollars of of net worth and uh, things can happen so fast and so small. And, and I think one of the big things is just, one of the things is reading where the wind is going and being in the right place at the right time And, um, and trying to do the right thing, I guess.
4: Boo brought up a really good point. You know, he said he was fine with, you know, losing his job when it came to making that decision. And we had a movement here in California that got national attention. One of the gentlemen who spoke at it, we have two hospitals and uh, he worked at the hospital and there was another gentleman that worked at the other one. And they were the only two in their job codes. And uh, long story short, he was the only one that could run the machine. And so if he got called in, he really couldn't say no, because if he did, The choppers would go on deferment, which meant that they would fly right over and that could cost lives legitimately. And Mm -hmm. he said that he had all of these reasons why he should get the vaccine, because he was scared about being to blame for somebody losing their life because he wasn't allowed back at his job. But he said the other side of that is much more terrifying because when is the line drawn? When do you draw that line of saying, if I get the vaccine, then I'm going to have to do this. And you justify it for, I'm saving lives. I'm saving lives. But then at some point, at some point you're not, at some point you're actually killing more people because you're not drawing that line in the sand and everybody has to do that. And if you don't do that, the ultimate outcome is that they do have that total control. And I think, uh, you know a lot of people talk about 2020 just being if, if there was any doubt left in their mind 2020 was the year that solidified a lot of things for a lot of people and for a lot of people that were totally in the dark it opened it wide the fuck up like third eye right here blinking at you saying hi and talking to you open mm-hmm. and uh you know i think you guys are right on with that because at some point you got to draw the line there's if you don't, how far does that line get pushed out?
3: And it's it's not even a line, or the the line doesn't just stop at the vaccinations. It doesn't stop at the medications. It doesn't stop at the food that you're consuming. Uh, I'm seriously considering trying to get involved with the beef initiative and get meat straight from ranchers. Um, Good. Well, and uh,
4: farm to fork.
3: mm Hmm uh it doesn't it, it it doesn't stop at your entertainment like it this line is entrenched around us it contains all facets of our lives and you know at some point it you just have to un, unplug from it um can i is there a way that i can share a video
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Down at I the bottom it? it should say share and just hit it and then i'll i have to like manually
3: put it up on screen for some reason let me get yeah. it keyed up um, I, it's been forever and a day since I've seen this movie all the way through but I always think about this particular scene because it is honestly the best solution. Uh, share screen. Oh, there we go. Uh, Share screen. Easiest two monitors. Uh, here. Get that. There we go. Uh, Add it up in there. There we go. This guy. Y'all ever seen Merlin with uh, Sam O'Neill? No. Yes. I'm going to spoil the movie if you haven't seen it, but also it came out in the 90s, so I can't help you there. Uh, Here's the end of the
0: movie. Merlin? What are you doing?
3: You can't fight us or frighten us. You're just not important enough anymore. We forget you, Queen Mab. Go join your sister in the lake. And be forgotten. You can
0: see. You can be.
3: Trying to smile, but it was the smile of desolation. Inside, I felt only the pity and the terror and the waste of it all. Everyone I ever loved and whoever loved me, all gone, all gone down. And then Galahad returned and brought with him right. the Holy Grail. Uh, that's good there. That's all we needed to see. It's the Queen Mob Dissolution by Literally turning your back on the witch. Yeah.
4: I mean, I never, I think I've seen that. It's good. Berlin. You're completely right too. Cause we got to, like you said, we got to unplug. Like if you really think about it, that line and Joe mentioned the, you know, slow boiling frog earlier. It's like, we're already halfway there. Like they've slowly stepped this line out so far. They're, and her and i talk about it all the time it's like there are days more often it's more often and more frequent now than ever of like throw away the phone get rid of all the electronics unplug all the socials and just go back to what's in front of you
3: well now there there is options for you know even decentralized phone you can rock a graphene ios on um, I think it's a Google pixel phone. So essentially you just wipe what's on there and you install this D Googled phone. Um, the, the instructions are out there. Uh, I think no agenda phone might still be up. No agenda phone.com. Isn't order. that
5: kind of similar to jailbreaking only even more extreme.
3: I've, he- I've heard a little bit about that. Um, I don't know if I would consider it
6: jailbreaking per se. Uh, like reverting to lower tech or something like that
2: yeah. yeah, to make it do less that's yeah, like,
6: you're
4: just you're it. just utilizing the actual hardware in that case right because you're you're completely wiping all of the software that makes it go and then right. reutilizing utilizing the hardware with your own code right
3: yeah it's essentially flashing the phone with a new install of an operating system on top of it oops i didn't mean to do that huh. oh sorry that's me. sorry uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought you were trying to share something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my bad um yeah, you just see all my fucking windows open. <laughs> the um, it's no different if I I guess if I went and installed Linux on top of a, a Windows PC. I guess right, right. Um, but uh, that no agenda phones there in the uh, in the Rock chat. If you want to check it out. Oh sweet, no. Oh. Uh,
4: awesome. I, I I do have to get going. Uh, I
5: know
3: I was about to wrap up. I could f-
5: see it on your face. I was like, it's Ben's time to go. Night night.
6: You're on the east coast. No. No, we're on the west coast. He just gets up early. nice. West coast best yeah. Coast. Hell yeah.
5: <laughs> well dude, uh before you go though, let us know let right. everybody know what you want, uh where they can find you and all the good stuff like that, your links, your socials, your uh bitcoin password, all that stuff.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's Z T H C Y X 3 5. No. Uh I'm writing it yeah. down. Uh-huh you can find us at uh, www.behindtheschemes uh, with threes for ease and schemes.com or loveislit.com or badradio.live we're live every monday night at 7:30 uh, west coast 9:30 central 10:30 eastern and uh, and we like so we do it live we have a chat room Mm-hmm. and uh we got a voicemail line six one two two
3: six three s x x y oh that's so, oh, yeah, that's Ooh, so, it's so radio that's so <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah everything that, produce, everything that we produce
2: that's
3: uh, great everything that we produce yeah we encourage people to scream you know tell us about your day whatever you got we don't pre-screen uh we just play them like i can feel of the of
4: frustration of trying to find that dial right now
3: caller <laughs> turn down your radio um, <laughs> the uh, everything that we produce is value for value meaning that uh we we set everything up for free we in- expect people to enjoy it for free and if there's anything that they got a value from the show turn around and help produce it whether it be through financial donations whether it be through artwork whether it's clips isos music um Information, conversations. Yeah. Story. I love that. Pay it
4: forward. You guys are great.
3: Anything and everything goes towards making it the show that you want to hear. And that's what's so incredible about all of these other shows that we're podcasting. It's all, you know, it's all
6: open. It is all value for value, meaning no ads, no commercials, no bullshit reads, and no corporate influence as well, which is very important.
2: Yeah, yes. Very nice. That's very cool. Yeah. That's kind of what we
5: do too. I I stopped the Patreon, but if value for value, if anyone finds value you want to look at all of our old videos, you can uh, join our Rockfin and get everybody else's shit too. It's amazing. It's way more content than Netflix and it's it's I mean if you're listening to this, it's your kind of content, Seriously, Not all of it, but most <laughs> of it.
4: Well, yeah. and if you're uh, subscribing if you're subscribing to Rockfin, it it literally is supporting a free network of non-censorship, which is the entire point. It's not like you're promoting our show or buying our show. You're subscribing to the website, and the website exists for free thinkers and non-censorship. So mm-hmm. it is it is something to kind of pay into that way. Um, to both of you guys, I I never heard of you. I don't listen to podcasts, <laughs> um, <laughs> but i I really I really liked your guys' this entire attitude and your guys' take on you know what you guys did say. I think you guys are are really good people that are doing good things so keep it up
6: thank you very much I appreciate, I appreciate that appreciate that yeah that's awesome well yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. you guys it's been real uh, appreciate you coming out and joining us tonight and thanks everybody on your live stream on our live stream and all the audio listeners peace love and farts